That's cool. I can host. Nick, I, I got this. You got this? Okay. I got so this. Severin's going to host this time. Should be good. How, how do you normally open? Hey. Hi, guys. You have a never do. You know, Fred Flintstone doing like a Louis Armstrong impersonation. I see trees. Hey, welcome to episode 35 of Front Seat Gamer. I'm Nick. I'm here with Severn. Hey, Nick. And Blake. Hey. How's it going, guys? Good. 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 Um, what do we want to talk about today? I know what I want to talk about. We're going to talk about some Clash Royale. Oh, hey. Because um, Severn has been playing. I have been. Um, I've been playing some uh, Magic as well and Hearthstone, of course. What have you guys been playing? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but Oculus and... Vive. Have you been playing Oculus and Vive? <laughs> I've been watching people okay. play Oculus and Vive. Uh-huh. And <laughs> how's that going? <laughs> there's some there's some stuff there, I think. Yeah. They, you you don't lot, sound super positive. There's a lot of um so the, there's a lot of like throwing different control schemes at the thing and, and, and seeing like what, what works, works and what makes people feel sick and, and yeah. That. <laughs> and there's a lot of also like, what makes people feel sick. Yeah, well, that's that's part of the that's the problem. Like they have to figure this stuff out because there's no industry standard at uh. the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like that was a, I was I was watching a few uh, people play on like YouTube and stuff, and quite a common thing is like, oh, I feel a little, you know, nauseous or whatever. I'm yeah, stop playing disoriented. This now. Yeah, and and it's because like they've got a weird control scheme or something like yeah. that. Well, like they're they're changing the the view. Are like, uh, it, it, they're like taking the control away from your head movement, sure, and it's like disorientating you too much, kind of yep. thing. Yeah, I, I watched a video where uh, the guy could turn around but um, couldn't move like up and down, yeah, you uh, the like, rotation like tracking, was, was yeah, there, but it was not it was like, locked in place, and yeah. so that that looked like it would make. Uh, most people puke all over their yeah, revive. There was there was one I saw where it had they they had a lot of um, demos of like you know those whole three sixty cameras kind of thing. Yes, and I mean yeah, that, yeah. that's nothing flash really. It's just a three sixty camera, and you can like you know look around and stuff like that. And it has like the rotation tracking, and it looks kind of cool. But as soon as you try kind of like try to look around something, it it won't track your head, and that makes people get a little like nauseous because of that yeah yeah, yeah. how about you Severin what have you been playing um, yeah a bit of Clash Royale I, th- I thought I'd check it out um, see what all the all the buzz was about yeah. Is it's getting big it's been pretty big for about a month or two now I um yeah I caught a, a guy at work playing it Nikolai and um I, I kind of just wanted to see the hooks that it put in like, uh huh um, you know and now you're hooked n- not really <laughs> no and it's because I was put into that second arena. <laughs> right. And I'm just getting ruined. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. What's the second bit. arena? What do you... Uh, it's like a leveling thing, right? Yeah, so basically, the way they track your progress is you get trophies for beating people. Okay. And uh, 
when you hit certain trophy thresholds, I think the first one's like 300, and then there's like 600, and then maybe 900, 1200. It might be every 300 or so trophies. Your arena changes. And when your arena changes, uh, basically the play field looks different, doesn't actually play any different, hmm. but you now have access to different cards. Okay. From your like reward chests and stuff. Does that mean you've like gone up a league and kind of thing like you're yeah out of the, sort of. you're out of the bronze league and now you're in the silver league or yeah something like that, yeah that's a, that's that's a good way of thinking of yeah. it um and it's it's a good way of uh slowly introducing more and more complex and powerful mm. cards without overwhelming the player that's cool the annoying thing is they give you some new cards and because they're level one cards uh and you're playing this new tier of people yeah th- they're like you know, comfortable. They've been in there for a couple of weeks now, maybe, and they've just got formulas and strategy. Yeah, yeah. It helps to have a strategy. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm figuring out. So right now. you told me your initial strategy had just been send waves of enemies at the opponent nonstop. Yeah. So in in my head, it made sense to. I've got a certain amount of elixir. Yeah. Let me just put as many units on the field as possible. Right. To deal that much damage. Right. And and. It was like a race against the clock. Yeah. Right? But it didn't work out so well. No. Because no. as soon as you play one lane yeah. and the enemy sees that you're doing that, they can just counter by, you know, yeah, they playing can wait the until, other lane. They can wait until uh, your stuff is on their side of the battlefield and then they can put some things in the way to distract them. Mm-hmm. And then your towers are now attacking them in addition to your units. Yeah. And so they're getting a more efficient counterattack. So they're playing more of a defensive well, they're well, just you're, parlaying you're your you kind of. your attack. Yeah, they're 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 being like, okay, I'm going to turn this fight around. Mm. Basically, I expose my hand. Yep. And they're like, huh, he played these things. Oh like, man, this this these couple units will take care of that, and, and I'll still have something to look for to like play up so this lane. We should probably talk about what Clash Royale is for anybody who hasn't seen or heard of it. Um, basically, it's a card based real-time strategy game um but you don't actually get to control the units once they're placed once they're placed they follow preset paths and they have ai and will move to attack certain things and they have like certain behaviors so it's really uh about where and when you place things and uh how you counter your opponent or combine your units in such a way that you can deal the most damage to their towers the goal Mm -hmm. is to to blow up your opponent's towers Mm -hmm. And take um, out the king tower or that yes, center, yeah, yeah. central one. It's uh, a bit Dodorish in that that way. Oh, with the lanes. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And towers. But um, that's sure. it's clever, man. Um, because just giving you two, you know, it's it's enough to divide. Yeah. Um, which is perfect. Yeah, uh, and it's often like, uh, uh, sometimes games will boil down to like two people. F- trying to shove their units in the same lane seeing who wins this tug of war oh wow and just sending a unit down the other side is enough <laughs> to like uh sort of give you the upper hand because either they're taking damage or uh they have to deal with it and now they've weakened their position on the other lane so there's some interesting stuff you can do just having two lanes mm. um, um, i really enjoy it specifically because Unlike, uh, say, a standard RTS like StarCraft, where it's very much about uh, micromanagement and resource management and base management, there's a lot of different yeah. things you have to do, it, but and it requires you to keep your mind in a bunch of different places and 
have very fast action speed. Yeah. This is more about timing and planning and uh, sort of understanding your opponent's patterns and learning how to beat those patterns. Um, sometimes you'll see they, they send a certain attack in and it's successful. And when you see them setting up that attack again, you know, okay, in, in a couple seconds they're going to lay down these flying dudes and I can take advantage of that by... I'll, I'll pre start prepping an attack now that takes care of those guys. Oh, look, he did it. I've just countered that already, and now the rest of their attack's falling apart, and now I've got this game. It's going to feel pretty good. Yeah. It's it's really clever, um, and it, it rewards, like, careful observation and timing and mm. and and, uh, and planning. How yeah. many games did it take you to get that observation down, to to, to be able to predict? Oh, I don't know. It, it, it Usually you have to – I mean, everyone has their own – plans and, and tactics so you you have to p pretty much figure it out within the span of about three minutes but because by the way the game only lasts about three minutes so um i think yeah. that's key to its success as well yes yeah, yeah. it's it, the, the longest a game can go is four minutes um which good. is great because it's like okay i'm on the train to work i can fit three or four games in. Yeah. it's perfect uh so i'm really enjoying it Severn sounds like he was enjoying it until he hit this new arena i've given him some tips yep We'll see how he does. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and those tips were play, play waves. Yeah, yeah. You, it's, you don't don't just like see how fast you can spend your elixir. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it got you so far though. Like it, was it got him out of the yeah, first it got me arena. To I mean, too. <laughs> now, just for context, um, <laughs> I think you can only ever gain more trophies than you lose in that first arena. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh. You got a ways to go there, Severn. But mm -hmm. I think I think once you now have a, an idea of how you're meant to play. So it. when when does the real Clash Royale start then? Like that's if a it's, good question. If it's, not, if it's not the first or second league, right? Like when does it really start? That's a very good question. So I'm at uh, about two thousand ish trophies. I'm hovering between two thousand two thousand one hundred right now. Uh, at three thousand trophies, you get to legend rank, which Ooh. is where like the pros are. Um, so I, some people might say that it starts at legend rank. I'm going to say it starts at 2000 because that's I'm snooty. And uh, at this point, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the point where all of the cards are now available okay. to me. Theoretically. So basically at that point is when it really starts then, when you've got all the cards available. It's really hard to get to that point though. Ah. It's like, uh, like surprisingly difficult to get to that point. How do you know that there aren't more cards? Have you just, just I just I just know like all, all the cards are there but grayed out. Oh, okay. right, is that? Yeah, yeah. The, you can see how many cards there are, and also okay. the internet exists, so you can just yeah, look but, things up. Yeah, I mean up. that's cheating. Is it? <laughs> it's cheating to look things up. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell every high school student not Good. to research anymore. Get back uh, in the library. That's <laughs> no, but you can't look. That's looking things up. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's where that phrase that came was, from. That was the internet on paper. That's right. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so uh, we were talking about the business model a little bit before the podcast because Severn thought it was – he really liked it. Uh, what, what do you like and, about it? Well, the so I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Supercell and um, – Are you really? Just, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were – They've got like four – Four games, and they're like all of them are successes. You so I know Clash of Clans, and I know Clash Royale. What are the other ones? Boom Beach, Heyday. Yeah. There, there was a while at work that like <laughs> you got me into Clash um, Clans, Clash of Clans, and like a whole bunch of other people at work were playing Clash of Clans for like a couple of months. It's 
good man they they have that they would be like the blizzard of mobile yeah, developers, they're, they're, you know? they're, it's very it very well that polished way. but yeah. the, the the reason why i say their microtransactions are pretty decent this time around is that they're actually giving you gems like right you know, okay so in, in so chess. relatively speaking <laughs> yeah. their business model is better than in previously more more player friendly mm-hmm. uh, and gems are just their like real world their real currency right like you you buy them with real money. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have two forms of currency. They have the gems and coins. And oh. they'll just give you more coins than gems. And, you yeah. know, gems are just harder to come by. So the business model is uh, is quite player-friendly early on. Mm. And becomes less and less so. So the further you get into the game. Uh, right now, you probably need, I don't know, 10 cards to level up a card. Uh, and leveling up a card makes the card like deal more damage have more life so it's just better mm-hmm. so if you've got a level three card and your opponent has a level two card in of the same thing and they both meet in the middle of the arena your dude's gonna survive probably um so these levels do actually matter and they matter more and more throughout the game because any slight advantage you get can sort of steamroll mm. uh or, or snowball rather steam steamroll was steamroll work steamroll work okay yeah. yeah uh uh but i'm at a point where it takes me 500 cards to level up yeah and uh that's a really long time to get 500 cards but and also are you are you getting like better chests like you yes now my my chests do give more cards and mm. coins than yours do mm-hmm. uh i think right now yours give like three or four cards yep. i think mine give eight or nine okay maybe uh, but it's still like proportionally speaking, three to four or versus eight to nine, uh, ten versus five hundred, mm. right? So, and and that's also five hundred is not the maximum. But I think the to get to the the from like a level eleven card to level twelve card, yeah, is I think two thousand cards, something like that. Uh, so that's a that's the only way you can really do that in a reasonable amount of amount of time is to spend money, yeah, and. Not just a little bit of money. <laughs> it's going to be a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. That, that, but I also think you're, you're playing the game with no intention of ever putting money into that game. No, I I, I have no plan to, to put any money in the mm. game. However, I do have a theory about what the best way to spend money is. And that is to, uh, when you buy gems, don't use the gems to buy more chests. Just use the gems to open chests and cycle through chests as quickly as possible. Okay. But that's my theory. I'm not, I have no way of testing it because I don't. So that was another thing you mentioned was that it takes time to open chests. Yes. Uh, the lowest rank chest takes three hours yep. and you have four chest slots and you can only open one chest at a time. So if each of those is filled with a low rank chest, like a silver chest, hmm. uh, it's going to take 12 hours to clear out. Now you mentioned <laughs> that that gives an opportunity for the player to stop playing. Yep. Because they their chests are maxed out. They've got two and a half hours until they're your chest is open. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna play until it's done. Yep. And, and they, they just forget, forget to play. about the game completely. Well, but there are other hooks, man, and this is another reason why you want to check this game out. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. Yeah. They they have um, free chests. Yep. They yeah. have they have uh, a free chest every four hours, uh, and they have oh, a man. crown chest which resets every day, which is based on the number of wins you get, basically, or the number of towers you blow up. Mm. Um, and. Then also they just send notifications all the time. Yeah. So every time your silver chest is unlocked, it tells you. Every time your free chest is available, you, it tells you. How do you, you. feel about notifications? Because um, 
I tend to uninstall games that notify me too much. Right. Uh, and I've, did- I've noticed that uh, lately, uh, more recent games have had some sort of system where they'll notify you twice, and if you don't check it, they'll stop notifying you. Uh. So they don't just keep going, right. bling, bling, you got some stuff. So... Like, uh, that's why I ended up uninstalling Clash of Clans, because it was just constantly notifying me, like, in the middle of the night and stuff. Sure. I, I keep my phone on, like, silent, so it doesn't make any noise. <laughs> and also, some, some people like that, man. Some, I mean, some people do, for sure. <laughs> these for sure. these notifications, I find these notifications helpful, because I like to know when my chest is unlocked, mm. so I can unlock a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I don't mind these notifications. Yeah, I, what I hate is when it's, like, you noticed you haven't played in a couple days. Uh, you yeah. should check out whatever. I'm like, no, I don't want, no, don't, don't, I don't care. If I haven't played in a couple days, don't tell me to play. You know, there's a reason I yeah. don't want to play anymore. But if you give me some loot, hey, maybe I would check out that game. Nah. <laughs> no? If, if, okay. if I put a game down for several, so the, that's the other thing about Clash Royale is it's, it's a really solid game. If yeah. we completely ignore the business model and you're just looking at like the tactical gameplay and like the the matchmaking and all sort of all the elements that make the game like uh like what the the player experiences like all the elements that that the player actually uh experiences it's it's really solid um the the short games mean you even if uh, a loss it doesn't feel too bad because you've only committed three or four minutes Mm. uh the matchmaking seems to always put you against a reasonably well-matched opponent Oh, that's uh, good. I was just gonna. I was just. I was actually gonna ask about that because it sounded like Savern was getting like wrecked. But yeah, only because I don't have any strategy. Okay, only because it's like a new, uh, a new league and yeah, and it's yeah. the kind of game I don't really play. Like yeah. the, the one where you you kind of want to read information about these cards that you use, okay. you know, and then put a hand together. Yeah, uh, anything with text, you know, I'm just put off by it. <laughs> There's not enough cars, just yeah. Yeah. Not, enough, not enough grand theft. Actually, in, in a way, like I, I would like to see a better tutorial for this game, for, for someone like me. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like, it does sound like it does a reasonably good job of um, drip feeding you like more cards. Yeah, the content comes at a, at a good pace, uh, maybe even slightly too slow hmm. um, because it is hinged on your ability to climb the ladder. Yeah. There are some players who will never see half the cards. Right. Yeah. They, that, because they just aren't good enough, or they just get stuck at like rating twelve hundred or yeah. whatever. Um. Uh. I. So yeah. There's. There's an element of like there is a portion of that game that some players will just never see, and that's kind of sad. Mm. Um. Oh, you just. But I think. At me. Well, no. <laughs> well, no. Oh. I mean, like, so you, you. This is also the kind of game you, you said yourself you haven't played this kind of game before. Mm. Um, well, th- that's a cool thing. Like, I, I don't think anyone saw this. Like, to me anyway, I didn't think I'd see a game like this come out of Supercell. You know, after I, their Clash of Clans and Boom Beaches, yeah. every, everyone kind of looked like they were going towards those types of games. Yeah, and a, those seem to be the cash cows. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a million of those, like Clash of Clans, which and, like War yeah. of. <laughs> war or something whatever oh, it's man. called there's so many funny <laughs> names like uh, warrior war and yeah like, <laughs> everything's like something war of war, dragon uh, or it's like, like, clash, it's like yeah, clash of kings makes sense. Yeah. Clash, uh, clash of kings yeah like clash of war, war. like war everyone was just putting out iterations of that game yeah and people were putting money into that you know clan of kings anyway um 
<laughs> I guarantee <laughs> there's probably every, everything we've just made up. Yeah. I guarantee there's an app. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And they're uh, making bank too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making- well, I, I bet Supercell's making a lot of money off of this game. So, for example, they they released these legendary cards a couple months ago. And there, I haven't gotten any. There's only two in existence. Like, there's two oh, two in wow. the game. Yeah. And uh, they're just like rare, super, super, super rare. And they're strong as well. So you want to get them. And the people who have them basically always use them. Um, and they both work at Supercell, the people that have these guys? No. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, so there's only two kinds out there. And to level those up to from like level five to level six, which like level six being the maximum, you need 200,000 gold. Oh, what? And that. you get about 300 gold out of a typical chest. How maybe? much real world money is that? Uh ooh, well, let's have a look. Uh I'm gonna load it up real quick. Looking stuff up. Shh, this is not cheating. This is the first. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. To buy the maximum amount of gold you can buy is a hundred thousand. It costs four thousand five hundred gems, which you can buy for uh, well, so you can get six thousand five hundred gems for eighty dollars. Okay. That's so yeah. Just to upgrade that card. And that's not also that's not including the hundred or so cards you probably need. Uh, yeah. Right? That's just the gold component. That's, that's like yeah. half of the equation. And arguably the cheaper half. So it's very expensive. You'd probably spend several thousand dollars yeah. upgrading just one of those legendaries. You know, I'd love so. to see a, a graph of how much people are putting money into this game. Yeah, and well, what I mean, they're buying. you can see like the pro players who have like level twelves, everything. Mm. It's just like see, they must have put a lot. So of money are they? In. I mean, you say pro level. Are they pros or are they just rich? Good question. Uh, I don't know if any of them make money off of this. I haven't seen any like cash tournaments. Uh, if you have back you alley us. <laughs> clash yeah. royale tournaments, yeah. Yeah. they're just they're just paying for them, just playing for gems. That's... Go to a Chinatown basement and play clash <laughs> <Yeah>. royale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know if, if I know that they, they've got it set up to feel very much like uh, a competitive game. Yeah, there's definitely because there's definite like skill involved. Oh yes, the actual yeah. the actual game component has no luck whatsoever. Mm. Um, that's something I really like about it. So you can still buy your way to the top, and it's not, th- and, well, yeah, the top, you, like, you can have you can have bracket. fully upgraded cards yeah, yeah. and be at Severn's rank. Yeah, and you you can if, yeah. if you play like Severn. <laughs> so, so you could still spend like thousands of dollars and just not be very good at the game, right? Yeah. Um, and like uh, I I'm fairly good at the game because I am under leveled. Yep. Relative to people I'm playing against, I'm like oh, level wow. seven and I'm playing against level eights and nines. So, like, there is definitely an element of skill there. And I, I but the other thing is like, if I had level eight or nine cards. I would be higher in rank. That's yeah. the, that goes yeah. without saying. Like it's just, I'm definitely there's power to be had by upgrading your cards and, mm. and, and stuff. So spending money, you're, you're definitely paying to win, but that's not the only element yeah. that's going to allow you to win. It just helps a lot. Uh, so I really like it. I just dropped my phone. You're um, kind of you're kind of like, like it. paying to have a better chance of winning. Then yeah, and the winning is still dependent on your skill. Well, like if you have like a level one card versus a level twelve card of the same type, and they both meet in the middle, yeah. level twelve cards probably just going to go through like basically unharmed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hit the tower for some good damage. Like you should check it out. Yes, maybe I will. It's, it's, it's got some hooks, man. It's really, it's really spread like a virus, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna like 
I'll be interested who makes a clone of that next because it's it's a winning formula. Uh, yeah, I think there are some already already some games out there. I mean, I bet you just to... need to search Clash. Oh yeah, and you'll find or It'll just like, Royale. Yeah, and you'll Royale. Find a million... Dragons Royale. Yeah, <laughs> Flappy Royale. Yeah, War Clans Royale. <laughs> Angry Royale. Anyway. Uh, Angry Royale. What, what have you been playing, Blake? Um, <laughs> <laughs> playing this game called Angry Royale. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Angry Birds, right? That's, yeah. Okay. Um, what have I been playing? Oh, I've been playing some more Overwatch. That I've. So when you say some more, yeah. Do you mean some? Some. More. You, did, more. Did, did than you play? I did. Had you played previously? Yeah, I played. I played the other week. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, we briefly talked about it. Yeah, because well, I'd only played like hard, I hardly played anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, <laughs> sure. I listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> go go cool. on. Yeah. No. I guess it doesn't matter what I'm playing. <laughs> uh, but it's it's cool. I've I've kind of like come around on it because I started off really not enjoying it because. You, Severn, have mm-hmm. seen me play shooters. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw you play that Fallout uh, Fallout 4 and just get <laughs> killed yeah, and, multiple times. And, and you play, and you see me play Quake where I like, can't oh, yeah. really hit anything. Actually, you and I are kind of tight. For, oh, like, yeah, you the and me have the... had like, good fights in Quake because we were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> both of you jumping around not hitting anything. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And then, and then usually it'll end with like one of the good guys coming in and just like shooting us both <laughs> or, and then running through. Falling off of a yeah. cliff. And they'll run through <laughs> as if it's like nothing. They'll just go boom, boom, and then yes. and that's it. But um, yeah, but I, I have really bad like aiming and stuff. You know so what I've, I blame it on? What's that? You know what I blame it on? What? It's because, like, you're a Wacom guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Wacom guy, yeah. too. And so when I use a mouse, it's just foreign to me. Yeah, that's, that, that was exactly it. Like, my hand, especially when I play a sniper, there's a... There's... I just saw the way you held your hand like you were about to hold a mouse. Yeah. It's like a bird about to <laughs> swoop down on it. It is. It's like on a On an claw. actual mouse. It's like, like I'm, I'm not even joking. <laughs> you're like eagle claws. Yeah, just... it's like a claw. <laughs> what are you doing? No wonder you can't play. Like, that's the thing. You, you don't hold anything like that. That's how you hold a hunk of meat. Well, I, <laughs> well, I don't start off... With the claw. I start off normally, but uh-huh. then as the game progresses, I grip the mouse tighter and tighter, <laughs> and and my, like, movement gets worse and worse. Oh, and I think I think you're probably right that it is because of the, the Wacom template. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's why in shooters I love shotguns, because it can, like, the blast oh, radius <laughs> compensates for my bad aiming. Yeah. Um, so I found a dude in Overwatch that has, like, two shotguns. Mm-hmm. Now, now I love the game. <laughs> it's great, um, but really, like the thing that really like um, turned me around on it was that I was playing it on my own and it wasn't that great, and I was not really having a great time. And then um, a mate of mine also got in the beta and was like, "Oh, we'll jump on and have have uh, play some games together." Mm-hmm. And that and it's like that alone makes the game so much more fun because then I'm just like in a group and hang out with my friends and stuff and yep. and I think that that's what I liked about um about uh Arc. Heroes Hero uh, an Ark. Yeah. <laughs> Actually that is what I liked about Ark. Um and that's what I liked about Heroes of the Storm. Dude, like, that's what everyone likes about every game. Yeah, I mean, social that, I mean that's totally it. That's totally it. But then uh, you know, playing Overwatch, mm. there'll be people in there just on their own and trying to 
you know, organize people over chat mm-hmm. and it's it's not fun. It's not fun on your own. <laughs> oh, are there people stepping in and being Dude, commanders? Yeah, trying yeah. to be like, like, you know, it's like, like go for the, go for the, go, <laughs> go, go for the point. Go for me, guy. Go for me. Why is no you one You even playing with Kermit? <laughs> I like, well, because <laughs> they're like, you know, 15-year-old kids or, okay. or something like that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they all, all sound like Kermit. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, like, it's, it's it's a really fun game, and um, I like it now because I have friends to play it with. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Right. Dude, yeah. you should get on Rocket League, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should probably try that game at some point. Dude, it's so good. It the thing fun. is, everyone's really good at it now. Uh, so, like, it, th- th- yeah, that <laughs> could out. be a turn-off for a lot of I'll people. I'll stick to the Clash. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, so I was also playing Attila, Total War. Uh huh. Is that new? Yeah. Well, that's. I think it came out last year. It's their latest one, anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you play as one of the Huns. Uh, you play as like like it. I mean, it's set in that like Attila time period. Mongolia. And, yeah. Yep. And um, it's it's pretty much set at the f- just at the tail end the fall of the roman empire so like the roman factions there have split between um western rome and eastern and like east rome is still going strong but the western rome that's the you know the west side that has britain and everything Mm -hmm. is completely like falling apart and and it's at that war with like everyone and um yeah so it's set in like that time period and i and i always pick like german tribes to to play as i'm just like playing as like these barbarian dudes um, have you got, you guys haven't played any Total War? Games? I played I played Shogun too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I know some of what to expect. I think okay. they've um did they have uh parliament kind of management or anything like that in <laughs> nothing like that like op- optional thing. Every once in a while, these like an event would happen where yeah. it might be something like a um uh I don't know a, an illegitimate child has been born or yeah. something like that and you have to make a decision on what yes, to do. Yes, they do have that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. So they've... they've, they've Wait, got... what are the options? <laughs> I can't it's remember. like Sparta? Well, yeah. Some of them... Well, some in that case, uh, there's usually like three options and one like one is like super brutal and one is like, oh, accept the child. And what uh, the third one in that case is usually like ignore the problem. Mm. And they <laughs> hey, all have... Hey, ignore the problem, yeah. child. Yeah. And it'll... it'll <laughs> Leave him to the bears. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll all have like different repercussions later on. And um, the only thing that really changes is like your, um, your, uh, your control of your own parliament mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like your reputation will will uh, go up or down yep. and, and that and then but would you say that your parliament has very modern sensibilities because I bet you back in those days oh well that's well no do you know what I'm saying yeah I know, I know what you mean like <laughs> have we been killing a lot of children like they're very PC Blake, no I don't, I don't think murder? they are because like like I always play as like the barbarian dudes and it's like they really respect <laughs> you just like killing people yeah. like I had one where like someone there was something where like some rival of yours was spreading rumors mm-hmm. and you could like one of the things was like make a public display kind of thing of like basically execute him in public oh that's awesome and um <laughs> and the others were like you know ignore him was one yeah ignore him is 
often the third <laughs> choice, the middle choice. Yeah. Um, and then the, like, the next one was like, I don't know, something like pay him off or something. So pay him to stop talking bad about yep. you. Or is, could you kill the guy? Yeah, well, that, that's what I chose. And okay. then like my my reputation just went boom, way high <laughs> because these barbarian dudes are like, yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah, that's the Trump <laughs> strategy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and we're back around, fellas. Oh, <laughs> boy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. He, he would have done well back in the day. Am I? Okay, let's, have, not, let's not go there. What do you have? You think Trump would have done wait, well the, back in the day, isn't like during the reign of Attila the Hun? <laughs> wait, he's, no, wait, he's doing he's doing well now. <laughs> I think China already beat him to a great wall. Yeah. So, I thought Attila was um like a strategy game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, it is. So that's just one half of it. Wow. Well, that that actually like that parliament management stuff, like your like internal far less than a half, right? There's like a thing that pops up occasionally. Yeah, but I mean, you you in Attila, you've that has sort of like been expanded a little okay. bit more. So it's like you, you still get those choices and stuff, but you actually have a family tree to like manage now. Right. Okay. Um, There's and, a little bit of that in Shogun too. Was it well. an actual family tree? You, yeah. You'd, you'd play as descendants and you'd have like. That's cool. Yeah. Because I've played, I was playing Rome 2 before this one. Uh-huh. And they didn't have, they, they sort of had like houses but you didn't actually have a, a lineage kind of thing. You had no like son or wife or anything. Right. You just had this is your house. This is the the opposing house right. or the or something like that. Like I was again playing as a barbarian, so it was like I had like the whatever my house was called, and then it was just like the other chiefs, and that was like the opposing side. So from what I remember of Shogun, which is I, I played a, few, a couple of years ago at least, and um, yeah, you'd you'd have uh. You'd have children, and they would be like the other units you'd move around. Oh, what kids? And, no, they'd they, like actually you you would have kids, but they wouldn't be uh, ready for war. Right until of age or something. Yeah, once they came of age, they'd become basically. Yeah, yeah it's um. Yeah, it's like that now. Like you have kids, and yeah, and what's cool, like uh, Rome two didn't have that, um, but uh, Attila has like. You can have like marriage alliances, which I mm. I really thought was cool. Like I kept getting all these Scandinavian princesses wanting uh-huh. to marry the barbarian kings. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, and so like I have now super strong alliances with like a lot of Scandinavian countries because of it. <laughs> that was a plan. You all that, was, that was a plan. You one. <laughs> um. But yeah, you've got like that that stuff to manage, and then you've got like your building cities and and stuff like that, and you're you're um, upgrading your cities and, yeah. and doing all this kind of stuff, and and doing the whole like um, like your pop population has like happiness that you have to kind of manage by researching things or like building happy buildings that they like yeah like religious shrines <laughs> giant or what, or smiley face building <laughs> yeah, yeah that's ba- that's actually basically where it is because my people are really unhappy so i'm just looking for the stuff that like adds smiley faces to, to i wonder if thing. it's because you keep executing people publically maybe that has anything to do with it maybe like yeah i think it has something to do with it i actually never really thought of that <laughs> that could be a problem because well, man also also the only way i'm keeping people happy is by garrisoning my armies in the cities to like Everybody suppress happy. them yeah. oh, happy. so i have i have like i have a i have like two armies and yeah. this like reasonably large 
like empire now of uh, I don't know six six cities or something, mm. and I have to go. I have one army that's like fighting on the front line against my neighbors, yep. and one army that's just doing the rounds of these cities, suppressing the people to make <laughs> to make them happy, <laughs> suppressing them to make them happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Enjoy your public executions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so also. Besides all that stuff, yeah, like that's like the risk type game where you're invading new areas and doing all this stuff and mm-hmm. managing regions and stuff. You have the actual like strategy part of it where you're commanding, you know, uh, armies and stuff. Yeah. Like you you've seen like Total War and what what those like battles are. It's just like S- people in a field fighting each other yeah. and with catapults and uh, and all the that. The direction from which you attack is really important. Yeah, and yeah, and terrain and stuff. Man, terrain is so damn important it's like i've had uh, they do this thing um when you when you fight another army it comes up with like this sort of bar that uh shows like their force compared to yours yeah that's their morale right as uh well. that well i mean morale is definitely one factor but this this bar just shows like the power of the okay armies, right? sure sure and so i i've gone into battles like vastly outnumbering the enemy yep. and been like, I've got this. This is going to be easy. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to care about strategy. Yeah, I'm just going to walk my troops through there. And of course I walk, I walk both times as it happened to me, I've walked through a forest <sighs> and then been ambushed like inside this forest and my whole army just like disintegrates because yeah. the morale drops. Nobody's like, I wasn't caring about their positioning or anything. Everything's See, out of position. I'm, I'm telling you, Nick, I'm this is like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> no strategy. You, you've won well, that's, that, by numbers. That's you the thing. Me so unhappy. That's the thing. Overconfidence. Yep. And like both times I've lost to like massive odd odds. Like mm-hmm. the odds were so far in my favor that I didn't even bother with strategy yep. that I've ended up losing. So now do Just you auto always... resolve those, man. <laughs> no, I like the fights though. <laughs> I like the that's, fights. This is the thing about those Shogun games is they are fun doing that strategy that strategy thing for a couple of rounds, then you realize if like if you're going to complete a full game doing yeah. that, it's gonna be like a year. Well I <laughs> I order resolve it when it's like so, so far in my favor that it's like not even worth you should doing. But I, I still like it because it feels good to be like, I'm going to crush this enemy completely. <laughs> but how bad does it feel when that doesn't happen? It's terrible, but that's part of the journey, man. That's just part of it. That's just okay. like, oh, that's a botched thing. That's not my fault. That's the general's fault. Who, right. Because <laughs> you also have like generals in your armies that command the armies and they like give morale and stuff like sure. that. Yeah. So, so obviously they didn't fault. go into the forest. They, <laughs> yeah. They hang out, the peripheral. Yeah. So yeah, every, every time I've lost like that, it's been because of the terrain and like I've yeah. just gone into a forest and that. So yeah. Do, do you have objectives? Like, is it world domination um, you want to go for? There's there's different campaigns that have different objectives, but I'm picking the grand campaign, which is just, it's survive until, I think it was like 420 AD. Mm. Um, and it's a really specific date. Yeah, I don't know why. It seems Maybe the, the developers were stoners. Maybe. But is the thing yeah. of like, you can just get, a certain por- portion of your population out on some island and then just like live it out to 420 well i mean you totally could like there is like britain is there yep. and it's it's the um the map is like the old world basically yep. so like half of asia and like the sort of top part of africa and all of europe and so if you were to go to new like, zealand <laughs> man <laughs> you know just <laughs> wait it out there <laughs> yeah just wait it out there nobody's coming down there yeah. um 
Yeah, if you were to go to like Britain or something and just sit there, mm. you could probably be fine for the whole thing and just let the continent fight themselves. Yep. Um, but they they have this thing where because um, it's Attila, um, at a certain point, I can't remember what date it was, but it, this this uh, event came up saying like the Huns are on the move. Oh, awesome! And they're coming in to Europe. Yeah, and um, they've got this whole like uh, nomad system, which is new. I'm pretty sure it's new. I don't think it was in Shogun where you could like, you could basically like uh, convert your city or all your cities into like one big horde. So, so you're like the, you know, the Mongol hordes sure. kind of thing. Like the, um, Wait, you the can Dothraki, do you become the Dothraki. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Wait, you you can do that. Yeah. As German barbarians, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool because, um, what happens when you're fighting enemies? Like traditionally, mm. you'd be fighting your neighbors, yep. expanding into their territory. You take over their cities, and then once all their cities are gone, that's them wiped yeah. out. In this, like you, you wipe out enough of their cities, they have the opportunity to then go. Well, screw this. I'm, I'm picking up all Aaron my uproots. Yeah, I'm uprooting my whole civilization and just <laughs> moving away. Yeah, and then I can, and then they can set set up somewhere else. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I. Yeah, they hadn't had that in the, the other things. So. But um the uh the the Attila Huns. Yeah. I think they start off like that in that sort okay. of horde mode and they just like sweep in through Europe. Wipe everything out. Yeah, wipe everything out. Cool. Yeah. So I'm 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 not sure when they're gonna get there, but I'm hoping uh I, I I'm you hope, prepared for it. You hope you survive. I hope I survive, yeah. yeah. I might have to actually uproot and just go to Britain or something like that. But yeah. Also, like, they they didn't actually get into Europe. The they, Romans did. The the Huns. No, they didn't. Yeah. Well, well not not, into, not to Britain anyway. I think they they expanded into some of Europe. Uh, yeah, I think they just got. Oh, no, in who there. who was it came over the 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 mountains with the elephants? Was that that was not uh, that was somebody else then? Was it? <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you <laughs> talking we... about 300 again? <laughs> no, there was no in in Roman history. There was a point where some army came over the Alps mm. with elephants, and they were like, "Whoa, we didn't expect this!" Because like the Alps were this whole like thing to protect them from like massive armies because mm-hmm. right. they couldn't get through them. And then one one faction was just, "I'm just gonna go over there, just do yeah. it anyway." Yeah, was it? Maybe Alexander the Great? No, it wasn't Alexander the Great. Was it... Who was it? Attila the Hun? I want to say it was Attila the Hun, <laughs> but it might not have been. Was it Genghis Khan? No, it was not Genghis Khan. <laughs> give me some email more. Us, some see, more. <laughs> if you know who came over the Alps, email uh, questions at gmail.com. Tell us. Tweet tweet the answer at, us at FrontSeat. Which was it? Frontsy questions on Twitter as well? No. no. Front seat gamer on Twitter. Front seat cast. Front seat cast. This is, front seat this is cast. why I need to have these things in front they of me. They were in front of you, aren't they? No, I've got questions in front of me. Oh. Uh, what have you been playing, Svern? Uh, Clash, other Clash other than Clash. Oh, that, that's all I've been playing. Really? I've, I've been playing around in um, Unreal Engine. I, okay. I wanted to kind of start a new project because the Turret Town thing wasn't really working out. Okay. Well, well, it is, but it's like it's very much doesn't involve me anymore. Right. Yeah. So I thought I'd move on to another project. Cool. And dude, Unreal is awesome. Is it? Would you say it's Unreal? Oh, bro, so Unreal. Um, well, I've been playing Hearthstone. 
and Magic. I mentioned this earlier. Magic just came out with a new expansion called Shadows Over Innistrad. Uh, I'll repeat that because I said it real fast. Shadows Over Innistrad. Uh, That's their Cthulhu. Well, so the last one was kind of Cthulhu-y. This is more like... It's a bit Lovecraftian, but in like... A, or more, more Edgar Allan Poe than Lovecraft. Oh. So... Ravens. Uh, yeah, just tons of ravens. Yeah. Everything's everything's ravens. Uh, lots of knocking. Yeah. Lots of chamber doors. No, yep. Knocking uh, on chamber doors. Yeah. Knock, knock, knocking on chamber doors. Yeah. It's uh, is that a Rolling Stones song? <laughs> it's a Guns and Roses. Guns, Guns and Roses. Oh, whatever. Uh, so it just came out. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's got some cool mechanics. This is uh, an interesting set because all of the mechanics are much more intertwined than I think they have been previously. In most sets, for example, if we look at like the set before this, which is like the Eldrazi, they've got a mechanic that spawns little Eldrazi dudes that you can spend for mana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got uh, a mechanic that checks how many allies you have and how many, and, and like when dude, certain dudes come into the battlefield, they buff up your, your guys or all your allies specifically. Um, and those two mechanics are basically unrelated. Um, like the, there's some overlap in that having some of these little dudes can get spot, like buffed up by having one of these other guys come in, but there are otherwise like two opposing sides. And so they're the, the mechanics are kind of separate in this one. They're all kind of intertwined. There's a mechanic called madness, hmm. uh, which is an, a returning mechanic where if you discard a card with a madness cost, you can still use that card as if you pay that cost at that point. Um, and sometimes the madness cost is much cheaper than it ordinarily would be. And discarding is often a cost on a different card. So it's like there's a card that says uh, discard a card and then draw two cards. And then you can use the dis- discarded card to cast a spell for cheaper. Right? So madness is just about discard it, like making sure that if you discard this card, you can still play it in some capacity. And they've got a mechanic that lets you draw many more cards. So now you have because uh, you're getting card- rid of cards more quickly because you're discarding things, you have more opportunities to draw cards. And then you've got uh, lots of interrelated... You've got a, ca- a mechanic that checks how many things are in your graveyard. And mm. so because you're discarding regularly, you're getting more things in your graveyard. So that becomes important. So they're all sort of interconnected. Um, and it hasn't. I haven't played a set where these mechanics are quite so interconnected before. And that made building a deck uh, both more difficult because there were so many aspects to keep in, in the front of your mind uh, and more uh, satisfying because the end result can be really cohesive in like really interesting ways. Mm. So I really like the new set and uh, it's relates to Hearthstone because it's all Lovecraft. It's some Lovecraftian elements, but mostly Poe and Hearthstone has a big Lovecraftian expansion coming out which we've mentioned before, which was mm. the old, old God. They've just released the last of the old God cards. And it's, uh, the old gods are all kind of crazy. Um, one of them, when it comes to the battlefield, deals damage equal to its power. We mentioned this one before, uh, Cthune. Yep. There's another one who, uh, when he comes into the battlefield, revives everything that had death or revives a bunch of death rattled cards that died earlier in the game. Death rattle being the mechanic that... Well, if all your cards that anything died. that uh, yeah as many as it can fit i don't know what order they get revived in it yeah. might be random it might be in the order that they died hmm. but the idea built being you fill your you have a few good death rattles in your deck and when they die and then you play this dude they come back 
Um, cool. And there's some very strong death rattle cards like Sylvanas. Sylvanas, when she dies, takes control of an opponent's mm. creature. Uh, and then there was another one that at the end of, I think this one was, I don't remember the name of it, like Yasharge, I think, Yasharaj, whatever. At the end of the turn, uh, it just pulls a creature out of your deck. Um, and then the last one that just got revealed, uh, for every spell cast you cast during the game, it will cast a random spell at a random target <laughs> when it enters the battlefield. At a random target. At a random target. <laughs> now, the other three, you can clearly build decks around. Like, yeah. the first one is just about buffing that creature up and then having it deal tons of damage when it enters the battlefield. Second one is just having some cool death rattles in there. Third one is about having big, powerful creatures in there that you want to get out of your deck. The last one is just, like, so unfitting to roll the dice yeah it's really like happens. okay you fill your deck with spells cool and then you cast a bunch of spells and then when this thing comes in it casts a bunch of different spells at different targets uh okay what kind of spells well you could deal 10 damage to your face <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> uh what else <laughs> well you could polymorph the creature you just played and turn it into a one one sheep oh well, can anything good happen? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, just- <laughs> yeah, you could you could ten deal ten damage to your opponent's face. Cool. How likely is that? Just as likely as dealing it to your own face. Oh, okay. So, it's just could, seems- you, could you have that in there as like a uh, some crazy like like super backup thing? Like you, you yeah, you've got like you've you're completely beaten, and they've got like a bunch of monsters, and you just play that and yep. hope for that's the best. really what it feels like to me. Yeah. Is like. I'm losing really badly. Just the best thing I can hope for is a tie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'll just go play this and hope it nukes both of us. <laughs> it's like really the, the so it's, it's kind of sad. I might be wrong. I guess I guess that is like the flavor of that old god, right? Like he's it must chaos be. Yeah, or, yeah. Or I haven't. This something. isn't one I hadn't interacted with at all. Um, but yeah, I assume that's it's just like crazy madness. Mm. Like he just it doesn't give a shit. Just blows up whatever. But, like, even if you build a spell deck, like, cards that get benefits when you play a spell and mm. stuff, the spells that this dude casts doesn't interact with any of that. So, it's, like, there's no real way to build around Wait, it. Wait, so he, does he... What, what spells does he cast, then? Just random spells. Oh, so I thought... Okay, so I thought, like, when you... Like, he would cast the spells that you'd cast? It? No. Oh, so he just no, casts no, no. whatever. It it's just depends on the number of spells you cast. It's like you've cast 10 spells, and they're all perfect for so your his, purpose. So here's 10 and, random spells. Yeah, here's 10 completely random spells what? from whatever class. It doesn't matter. on the yeah. same creature. Yeah, it could, could be. There's, that's totally, that's just as possible as any other combination. God. Okay. So. That is uh, crazy. It's, it's, I wouldn't, yeah, it's crazy. I would say it's kind of dumb. Um. And maybe there's some amazing deck that no one's thought of that makes great use I mean, of this. Yeah. But what it sounds to me like is just here's a fun thing that no one's going to use outside of trolling their friends. Yeah. It does kind of seem like that. Yeah. So. I mean, you would hope, right, that some super pro comes up with some build that's like, that is like the key. Sure. To- yeah. But I can't fathom what that would be. Like, what. Can you possibly utilize randomly targeted random spells? Like, what? There's nothing you can do with that. No. Just, just, just blow some stuff up, change some stuff. Cast. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. There's some. There's definitely some good spells they can cast. Like, it can just yeah. summon some creatures for you, for example. But 
more likely you're just going to regret it. Could he summon creatures for your opponent? Uh, no, because the those kinds of cards for... don't target anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like the only advantage is that some of the powerful spells don't have targets mm. or the target is by default. The, it, it, like the target is the opponent and you can't change it. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, but that set's looking kind of neat. They've got some cool cards, but they also have some dumb cards. It, it's just any card game, though. Like Magic had yeah. some dumb cards as well. Are they dumb or are they fun? Uh, like that, that card sounds dumb, but it also sounds fun. Yeah, at yeah the same that's, time. that's right. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I'd give you that. It's fun until you nuke yourself and then you go, ha ha, not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> now, what am I really cool. going to do? Time build? to take out of this deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's my card talk for the week. Cool. Uh, well, should we move on to some questions? Uh, do we have questions? We've got, uh, I don't know. We, there are some questions. We, we may have asked most, if not all of these. Uh, you've got questions. Write in. Yeah, if you, questions. <laughs> see, <laughs> what, not so easy, is it, Blake? Front seat questions. Front seat questions. <laughs> Front seat questions at what? <laughs> at gmail. Front seat questions at what? At gmail <laughs> What's the Twitter? At Front Seat Cast. Okay, what's the Facebook page? It's uh, Facebook slash Front Seat Cast. Good, good stuff. So you can contact us on any of those. Uh, we actually had someone email us and tell us that they had told their friends about the podcast. So oh, thank yeah, you very much. Right. Yeah, that was cool. That was, uh, was very nice, and we really appreciate it. We've seen uh, some very slow growth on our podcast uh, when we don't post on Reddit. When we do post on Reddit, we see huge spikes. Mm. Uh, but we know some people don't like that. So we won't do it all the time. Uh, I'm just going to choose a, a question at random here. Uh, by, I've got a question for you. Okay, hit me. Uh, how excited are you for Dark Souls Three next week? Not. I'm not excited. <laughs> That's my answer. Why? <laughs> I don't. It's because I just don't. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's. I get it. I get why people like those games. I don't <laughs> like those. Like I played. They were, I, I've mentioned this before. I, I played the original Demon Souls at a friend's house. Yeah, and it was fun. Yeah, and, but that, like then there's like all these hidden mechanics that you only find out about after you've been screwed over by them. That sort of stuff right. is just not cool to me. Uh, I'm hoping for a uh, more polished experience this time. Okay, now From, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hoping for Clash Royale. Level of quality. Yeah, I'm looking for the Clash Royale. Royale. Dude. Clash Royale meets Dark Souls. <laughs> the level of polish on Clash Royale. Is, so here, it's through the roof, man. Well, this is something I... The tiniest detail I noticed the other day. On the chests on Clash Royale, they have these little clocks to show, like... And it ticks across every second. Uh, it's just... Let's fight into four. And, like, the, the little second hand moves a quarter every... Moves a quarter of the clock every second. It's just, okay. just showing that it's yep. ticking. But you have a look at the clock, and the second hand has a little wobble every time it lands. Oh, really? It's just like a beautiful little detail. It shows like sort of the rubbery aesthetic of that game. It's just they nailed it so hard. Is that the kind of detail that you wouldn't like? You kind of subconsciously recognize? Yeah, it's just you. You. It's the sort of thing you you might not notice it, 
but you might notice that it's it's a quality experience and a mm. cohesive experience. You might just think every part fits together, mm. and that's really like when when a, a game is like super polished, every every part fits together beautifully. There's no like jarring seams. Mm. This doesn't fit in. This doesn't look like anything else. This doesn't play like anything else. Uh, Clash Royale is really really well put together, with the exception of the dumb bomb tower. <laughs> the what? The dumb bomb tower. It's okay, what is, what is that? Have you got, a, it's just a. Have a, you been wrecked by this bomb tower? I well, it's. Uh, I have been. Yeah, I mean, it's I've been wrecked by everything at some point. It's yeah, a very it's, defensive tower. It's ex- extraordinarily defensive. It counters everything except for flying units, and then like there's really easy ways to counter the, the flying units. So it, it's just it's very easy to make a game a stalemate with a bomb tower, hmm. uh, and it also has like a ludicrously huge range. Hmm. Uh, in my opinion, it shouldn't outrange the musketeer, whose sole purpose is to have a long range. Anyway, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a cannon on a tower, and a cannon is a pretty long range. Uh, no, the bomb tower is a guy dropping bombs from the tower. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, it's more like lobbing. So he's a dude uh, yeah. on top of a tower throwing bombs. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, the muskets are totally outrageous. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be able to throw has a bomb that, further got, than a guy can shoot. That's that guy just, just I don't got care like how one massive as arm that he's just He's a skeleton. He's he doesn't even have any <laughs> muscles. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. oh, also, also, oh man, the the giant skeleton. That's the other thing I don't like in that game. <laughs> and here's the reason why. It's uh, if you use a giant skeleton aggressively, there's very clear ways to counter it. It's fine. Yep. Like I can totally handle yep. an aggressive giant skeleton. If you use a giant skeleton defensively, where you like someone sending an attack wave, you can just plop the giant skeleton there, and everything has to attack the giant skeleton. Right. And then when the giant skeleton dies, it drops a bomb that oh. deals like 800 damage. Oh, dude! And just wipes out whatever was left. So he just protects the so whole you, line. Yeah, you just, just your opponent puts in like 15, uh, like resource worth of whatever and you put down five resource worth and everything dies and you're fine and it's just it's just silly it's just there's no, and there's no counterplay there there's nothing you can do you you can't say great now he's put that down on his side i can oh wait i can't because it's on his side i can't do anything to his side send in send in your own anything you send in gets just caught in the in the bomb that's the problem like it, there's nothing you can send in to to make that a better situation it's it's very frustrating um so i hate that unit uh, specifically when it the, the fact that it can be played defensively mm-hmm. i don't like that i don't know what the answer is there maybe it should only drop a bomb on its side or maybe the bomb should damage everything including friendly units i don't know anyway let's have a look at this question here this is from uh reddit user plant breeder with all the new ascendancy class classes are you worried some builds would be way too overtuned uh, he's basically asking if things are going to be overpowered. So now we're like hmm. three or four weeks after Ascendancy. Uh, I think there's definitely some strong builds, but there everything seems to be everything seems to be stronger, right? This is part of what the Ascendancy class has achieved is that now there's like ways to funnel your power quite focused. Mm. Yeah, like uh, I, I thought it was just like that. That's the point of Ascendancy to to actually go deeper into this class. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that the so Rory and Mark two uh, primarily spearheaded the ascendancy classes. I think they did a really good job mm. um, getting those to a level where like nothing seems to be far better than anything else. There's definitely some po- some very popular ascendancy classes, 
but even like the less popular ones like the guardian which are very support focused are very very good at what they do hmm. they're there are it's an excellent support class um right now i'm playing a triple totem inquisitor um so that's pretty good <laughs> sounds pretty good or is it hierophant it's the it's the one with the totems. I don't remember <laughs> the name. We we went through so many names. Uh, I'll ask one more question. I'll see if I can find a non Path of Exile one here. Blake, have you? Because I know, I, like, I used to try and play half an hour of Path of Exile every mm-hmm. Friday afternoon. Yep. But like now, I can't seem to get any time. Um, I've been playing. Uh, I've been slowly playing my um, my hardcore character. Mm. I'm like. Are you over leveled? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm being very, very careful because I've already lost like two hardcore characters. <laughs> what level is your character? Uh, he's 30, 30, I think. I'm in, I'm in like Act 3. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Like first quarter of Act 3. Mm-hmm. I think my next area is. Uh, where have I been? Been Marketplace and. What's after the Marketplace? Battle. Battlefront or yep. something? Yeah, I, I think that's my next area. Yeah, cool. that is my next area I need to go to because I've got to kill the general dude. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I just got up to Battlefront, but I'm in Merciless. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm just on, like, normal, but playing, like, hardcore, I'm being very, very... I'm being way yeah. overcautious. I'm, I'm playing softcore ah, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> when I play at home, our internet can spike in very oh, right. crazy ways, yeah. so I, I don't play hardcore. Um, so here's a question. What's the worst? This is from a POE POE player, Reddit user POE POE player. What's the worst saying any of the devs use around the office? Oh man, we actually did answer this. Did we? Oh yeah. man, you know the this... goat head one sounded pretty bad. Is it a goat? Best one. Goat head. Yes, the, the okay. goat head. Goat yeah, head. Yeah, okay. I love the goat head. Well, what what was the answer to? Uh, I don't remember what you guys said, but I remember saying that I really hate it when people say things like "works on my machine." It should should work. Works oh, on my yeah, machine, yeah. so yep. not my problem. Yep. Mm. Works for me. But I think that's just development. That is. You know? yeah. I hate I, I hate it so much that like I really avoid saying that myself. Like if something does work on my machine and it's not working on somebody else's, yep. I'll somehow find a way to word it so it doesn't like but it I doesn't think it doesn't sound like I'm just going not my problem. Yeah. Also for art, if you break the build somehow. Oh yeah. Somehow it it it's always your fault. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I, oh, you you forgot to redirect those textures. Yeah, now. that's that's the most common thing, right? It's yeah. like those textures. But I think um, yeah, I think it's good that we've got that whole build system because it's like when it breaks, you can clearly see why it's not like it didn't break, but then it broke on someone else's computer or something yeah. weird like that. Uh, yeah. There's definitely times when it the build good the build is fine. And then Something's not nothing working. works. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I've I, I've I've That's definitely seen I've definitely seen that while I was trying to start the game and get a bunch of errors and go, oh, <laughs> the, the build must be red, or, and or, it's like, nope, green across the board. Like, right, what is this? right. Or or the the game starts up fine, which is this is what happened last week. The game starts up fine, and then you close it down, and you get a ton of errors yeah. after you close yeah, it down. That was, yeah, There's that was happening last week. That's dozens right. and dozens of errors. And like, I was oh, sitting there boy. just holding enter. Yeah, that's how you so get that through. All it. these errors would just yeah. go away. Yeah, I'll tell you what is stupid. <laughs> um, that that actually not connecting textures properly would actually create a broken build. Like, oh, could, yeah. could you could you see it like just creating a, a warning and then 
throw like a default texture while we actually. Oh yeah, but then you're almost asking it. it to like commit it for you. What do you mean? Like creating a default texture in the SVN. Yeah, but it's wrong. And yeah. it, the the build is producing warnings, so then you can come along and be oh, like, "Oh, actually, this is wrong." Yeah, okay, I'll what, fix that up. What it could but do, it, but it lets the build go through. Yeah, is the main thing. actually, what it could do, maybe this is what you mean, is that there's a texture that is used for. Um, it could be a lime green. Yeah, know, yeah, just that, so is, that is just applied wrong. to anything that's like missing the texture. texture. So you start it up and go, "Oh damn!" I've just got, so like, it's not breaking the yeah, build. Yeah, so it's not breaking. <laughs> to be build. fair, it's, it's so weird to have <laughs> art like that, like working art. Mm. To to then break the build, but if we if we ha- if we just let it go through, there's a good chance it'll just end up in the game. <laughs> well, no, no, a, because a lime green monster. It's <laughs> no, happened before because it, because it generates it'll happen warnings. Again. <laughs> and also, who doesn't want to see Slimer? In, in I would love to fight Slimer you know what in Path of Exile. <laughs> yeah, make you, t- make a literal Ghostbuster build. Absolutely. <laughs> you played uh, you've played World of Warcraft, right? Yes. Um, did you ever notice that? Every once in a while, not very often, there would be a weird texture of somebody's face sometimes show up in a in a weird I've I've had some fun texture issues in World of Warcraft. And and I've and, had I've had te- face textures appear on the ground. Oh man. No, but <laughs> this is terrifying. this is like this is like not a not a texture but an actual okay. photo of of like a car- of a developer. Uh, but is that like um? What is that like Counter Strike where you can you like spray decals? No, no, no. it's it's what? like the, and the. Like um, I've heard like behind the scenes of uh, Blizzard, and that is like their um, their like error texture, right? Mm. It'll if it, like you're saying if like something breaks, <laughs> if it can't find a texture, it defaults to this. Oh, yeah. this this sounds familiar. Yeah, Dude, and yes. this sounds fantastic. We have to take yeah, that idea. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like some weird. But some whose face? Whose face would remember. we use? Oh, uh, oh, Chris's of course. <laughs> yep. Like, what do you perfect that one of Chris's? And, Jesus Christ. Oh, like, yes. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. RN Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's see if we can make it happen. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. We stretched that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please send us some questions. We'll, we'll try and get more organized next time. Actually, I think Which, we're going to we're gonna try and get a guest on for Dark Souls. Oh, yes. Um, right? Boo. We're going to try. Our, uh, our friend and uh, animator... Oh, um, Illustrator, animator. Nothing, nothing's animated. What are you talking about? No, this is a different guest. Oh, that, what are you talking you're, about? You're thinking of a future guest, Ed. Our the animator, oh, yeah. Ed. He's really into Dark Souls. So Ed, our animator. Yeah. Why are you calling him an illustrator? I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. Cool. We'll have Ed on. Yep. So he's gonna That's be a, on. That sounds good. He's a big Dark Souls fan, so we might be. Well, we'll probably be talking yes. a lot about. Yes. This is the first time we'll have had an, an animator on as well right nope we had pete on yeah we had oh, pete on that one without that you me on. Yeah. you jerks. we had co-host well pete i don't care email us your <laughs> email us your animation questions this is the first in my opinion the first animator we had on uh so email us some questions at uh front seat questions gmail.com uh tweet us at front seat casts facebook.com slash front seat cast if you want to chat to us on facebook we'd love to hear from you guys Rate uh, us on uh, on iTunes. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, tell your friends about it. Uh, if if your friends have questions about animation or Dark Souls, apparently, yep, uh, we'll be answering them in a couple weeks. He's also huge into XCOM, and uh, he's been playing Wasteland too. That that uh, that Kickstarter game. Remember that Wasteland two? Nope. Really? Maybe. I don't know. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll we'll have a, we'll have a big old chat about All it. All right. Cool. All right. Bye, everyone. See ya. <laughs>
we getting on your Wi-Fi? I want to get on your Wi-Fi. Oh, you guys are already on my Wi-Fi. No, yeah. man. Dude, what? I'd be coming here and use my iPad. <laughs> Find Megatron. I want Megatron. What's and the password? Waterboy52. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, you know it's all recorded, right? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna. Uh, but they now know that yeah. <laughs> they'll just keep their phones out until they find Megatron. Yeah. Why Waterboy Fifty Two? Um, it was a, it was the password I had when I was in high school. Why? Oh and shit! Because, big okay. big Adam Sandler fan. Yeah, we. I just saw. Oh <laughs> please don't tell me that you really were. Yeah, it was a great movie. Water stuff. Yeah. It really really sucked. It was. Probably one of the best Adam Sandler movies. So no, was... Big Daddy. Yeah, I said one of the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, one as well. If we're if we're talking if we're talking the Happy Madison, yeah. uh, the Big Daddy for sure. If we're talking just movies that he's been in, Punch Drunk Love. Oh right, yeah, but yeah, that's a real movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Adam the Sandler thing. Movie. You have to grade Adam Sandler movies on a different scale to all other movies. <laughs> did, you, did you hear about Ridiculous Six? His, I heard it was really racist. He's, he's got a he's got a, a deal. He made a deal with Netflix to do like a a run of like movies, and his first one was Ridiculous Six. Yeah, Ridiculous Six. Ridiculous. Ridiculous Six. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it made it. It was a really big success for Netflix because everybody watched it. But it's like the lowest rating like movie <laughs> on Netflix. I didn't watch it. Did you watch no. it? No. <laughs> I, I don't want any part of that garbage. All right. Do we have? Uh...